This is the On the Pony Express podcast, hosted by Billy Embody, brought to you by Epic Estate Wines, walking strong on the Pony Express, a weekly segment with SMU alum, owner, vintner of Epic Estate Wines, Bill Armstrong. Epic Estate Wines, world-class wines from Paso Robles Wine Country. Learn more, Epic, E-P-O-C-H, EpicWines.com. And now your host. And now your host, Billy Embody. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Walking Strong with Bill Armstrong. Oh, Championship yeah. week. Cool, dude. 10 and 2. Unbelievable. I mean, seriously, 10 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> I am just, I am so pumped. I am so pumped about what happened last week mm-hmm. and what's happening this coming week. Uh, so, pr- so proud of SMU and the boys. It's amazing. Before we get, before we get going, let's talk wine. Yep. This week, we have got. An unbelievably great wine. By the way, this is the last wine of our Pony uh, Express case. And this is Zinfandel. I guarantee you that the vast majority of the people that are watching this podcast has never had a good a good Zinfandel. Because remember back in the old days, they had white Zin? Everybody's like first bottle of wine was a bottle of white Zin. And it was just like that really crappy, sugary stuff that you would have. You know, the cheapest white wine on the menu kind of thing but no red zen is fantastic by the way this is a james prochet's favorite wine my intern yes. a two-year intern he loves the zinfandel zinfandel the reason i picked it for this week because um this is our last week in the american conference and we're in the american conference championship game on saturday against tulane and you know what the american grape is it's not Cabernet. It ain't Chardonnay. It's Zinfandel. It is known as the great American grape. And it is brambly and it's spicy and it's fun. And it is just one of these. When you try a great Zin, a lot of people will say that's their favorite one. That is so good. So uh, this is perfect for the last week, last week of, of, of the year. So, uh, this weekend, make sure you drink it. Uh, we are certainly going to earn it, and we're certainly going to – we deserve it if we lose, right? Yep. So, anyway, fantastic. So, here we go to New Orleans. Yep. Let's talk your, about your, that, your other it. city. My <laughs> other city. My wife's, my wife's from New Orleans. Oh, I mean, what, what is there not to say about New Orleans? I mean, what do they call it? Big Easy, you know, NOLA. Crescent City. Uh, the Crescent City. You know why they call it the Crescent City? Sure. Do you know? I think I know, but you're going to have to jog my memory. It's because it's right on that big crescent of the, the, Mississippi, ter- of the, Mississippi. Of the Mississippi River. There it is. And uh, a great town. The town that's care forgot. All the great nicknames. Birthplace of jazz. Yes. I mean, it's it's a great town. I mean, it's an acquired taste. Let's be real. Yep. I mean, Mardi Gras. Hey, we got the Mardi Gras beads yeah. this week. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Red and blue. So uh, my wife and my family, we always go every year to Mardi Gras. And it's a spectacular weekend. Uh, it's just debauchery for yes. five, six days. So we're going, we got our uh, Mardi Gras beads on. We're going to Tulane. I'm I'm pumped. Before we do that, let's talk about the Navy Bowl. Yep. What to? Favorite uh, favorite restaurant in New Orleans? Quick. Uh, you, got, you got one real quick. Commander's. Yep. Commander's Palace is my Sunday. favorite. Are you really? Uh, we tried to get reservations on Saturday night. It was booked. Yeah. Unbelievable. Antoine's is my second. Oh, yes. And um, yeah, it's great. The food there is spectacular. Oh, unbelievable. Best food in the country. Yes. It is one of the, the unique American cities. Yeah. 
I mean, if you look around, it's, it's like it's got a culture. Some people would say a really seedy culture, but hey, it's my culture, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's one of those great American towns. There's very few, like like Savannah, Georgia is kind of that way, yeah. you know, where you have, you know, Boston's got its own thing going on. San Francisco before, before it turned into a shit, it had its own thing going on. <laughs> but sorry for all my California friends. <laughs> Navy. Navy. Let's talk about Navy. Like I told you last week, I am going to, we have a lot to talk about this week. We have a lot to talk about this week. Um, Navy, I told you before, that's the one school I'm going to miss the most in the American conference. Uh, did you read that list? That's in that list to you yes. of the 25 seniors that were graduating yeah. from Navy. A half a dozen of them were Navy fighter pilots. Yeah. Another dozen was in the Marine Corps ground attack. Yeah. I mean, these boys are going to be fighting for our country in a year. Yep. And they may be, you know, in some really lousy place around the around the world. And you know what? I just love the shit out of that. I just love that about them. It's so fantastic. That game was that game crazy or what? I mean, we. I, I was surprised. I was too. I, think I, I mean, was surprised. like, it, I felt like a SMU. If if things went right, which they did, mm-hmm. it, well, at least in the scoreboard, uh, would have been able to do something like that. But it's it doesn't really happen that often. Oh, I know. To them. Dude, we could have scored 100. Yeah. By the way, it showed how classy Red is. Yeah. Because there's some other coaches that, you know, that coach, you know, some school in Fort Worth that would just run the score up. And we had 52 points at half. Yeah. We put in our third and fourth teams yeah. in the second half. We hardly threw the ball at all. Yeah. We only scored seven points in the second half. And that was for a lack of not necessarily trying. Yeah. And, uh, but it was crazy. I'm, I felt bad for Navy. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was it was just unbelievable. Uh, before we talk about Preston's injury, um, let's talk about the players of the game. Yep. Um, there, uh, so my bottle of the game, <laughs> I had multiple places I could have taken it. I, I, Moochie's one-arm grab. That was awesome. That was unbelievable. Yeah. And you know how much I'm a Tyler Devine nut. Yep. His three touchdowns, that was awesome. I'm going to miss that guy. Yeah. But what it was, Will Bennett's. Yeah. Will Bennett's. Long, yeah. Will Bennett's. long snapper. Yes. I'm not sure if anybody realized what happened here. Yeah. The long snapper on our punt. Hustle play. Snapped the ball, ran down the field, and recovered it. A muffed punt in the end zone for yeah. a score. I don't think that's ever happened in the history of college football. If it has... Yeah, you know, maybe I, I once, don't know. I have no once, idea. You know, but it's got to be first for SMU. I feel like maybe I think it's first in college football. Period. We need to I mean, we need to stat that. check that. That was sure. it was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, you know he's a deceptively great athlete. Yes, I mean he runs like twenty miles per hour. I mean he's fast. Legacy too. Uh, is he legacy? Yep. Oh come on, I yep. didn't know that. There you go. Oh by the way, speaking of legacy, when uh, Tyler Levine takes the field on Saturday against Tulane. He will have more starts than any pony in history, and he was a walk-on. And that—that's great. I—I I mean, I, I I love that. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's just—that's just fantastic. I hope that so, record is not touched. I hope not either. Like, yeah. and Hayden Howerton was awesome. Like, yes, I, I know he was. Marcus Hunt and uh, yep. a couple other guys. Mark Houston, yep. uh, journey yep. brother of ours. Yep. Um, those guys, you know, were right up there in terms of games played and yeah. things like that. But and, Tyler's going to break it. Yeah. It's going to yeah. break it on Saturday. So fantastic. Um, Let's talk about uh, Preston real quick. Yeah. 
he had almost 300 yards passing in the first quarter. Yeah. He was on pace for a 1,000-yard game. Yeah. I mean, he was on pace of breaking, shattering all quarterbacks in a one-game yeah. Uh, it was unbelievable. I mean, it, everything went right. Everything he touched. Everything went, went right. Just... I mean, and you know those poor Navy defensive backs—they were just—they yeah. were just outmanned. Yeah. And and Press knew it, and he could—he was seeing the open guy, and as per typical, he was distributing the ball to everybody. Um, Likens just told me, uh, maybe you know this. He was just telling me that they have more receivers than any school in the country over. 300 yards. Hmm. Then we have more receivers than anybody in the country with over 400 yards. Wow. And then we have more receivers by a lot in the country that have 20 catches. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it was, it's been, you know, Prochet called me, called me down that one day. I said, where's the James Prochet? Where's, where's the, uh, you know, uh, the Rasheed? He says, you don't need that. You just need seven guys that are really good. And yeah. he, and he proved it. Yeah. yeah it's unbelievable. So uh, then of course we, we can talk about Preston's unfortunate injury. Um, that was really sad. Good news is it, it, it was a good clean break. Um, I first thought it was like TJ McDaniels yeah. uh, injury at first, yeah. uh, which ruined his football career. Right. Uh, but it's not that it's just a, a break in the lower fibula. And he's actually, as we're recording this, as we speak, he's getting it, uh, surgically repaired. So he can ride on the plane. So he can ride on the plane. Yeah. yeah. And then go down with the team. Yep. And they're just going to put a plate on it. And I think they called like he he called me last night and we talked about his season and everything. Dude, he's ten and two. Yeah, he's ten and two and he's effectively a rookie. Yeah, I mean it was he had a great year. I know he there did. are some people out there that watch this podcast that kind of talk a little trash his way on the on the boards. Mm-hmm. I never ever comment on the boards just because that's just a mudslinging fight. And I never want to never want to get into it. The great but, mystery would be what your handle would be. <laughs> Don't spoil it, but I mean. <laughs> People would be trying to figure it out. Yeah. It would be a classic. Okay. Maybe I'll find a way to do that. I don't know. I'm just, I, I can see some of these comments on there. I'm just rolling my eyes. Just going, where do they come up with that? Oh, there's some and, good stuff. And then you get in these little petty little battles with them, too, which I'm just like, I'm like, back down, Billy. Yep. I mean, don't, I don't, don't wrestle with a pig. Catch me on a wrong day. Just don't wrestle with a pig because everybody just gets muddy. Just wait till I don't have sleep when, when the baby comes. <laughs> That's true. Year. You're going to be grumpy as <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be on that on that board uh, calling people down. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. So um, anyway, Preston's going to be 100% by March. Yep. I mean, so the good news is, you know, it could have been an ACL. Yeah. It could have been an Achilles. It could have been a bad meniscus tear. It could have been so many things. Yeah. And it wasn't. Uh, he was 10-2. He, led, a, he yeah. led our team. Each week got better and better and yeah. better. I mean, he only threw six picks. He threw for almost two miles of yards, 3,200 yards. I mean, you know, that's, think about that. I mean, and he only had six picks in that holding, 28 touchdowns. He was great. He I, was great. I believe he was knocking on the top 10 of total touchdowns going into the game. Oh, I think he ended up probably right around that same mark, but I feel yeah. so bad for him. And, he was playing his best football at the right time of year. Yep. Going down to Memphis or up to Memphis and, and taking that game. Oh, yeah. North Texas. I mean, it just, it was all starting to snowball. And it's, it, for I'm, another I'm, SMU uh, legacy, it's just a shame to. What I'm just damn proud of him the way he did it this year. I just, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? I mean, like, and by the way, can we talk about November? Yeah. November under Sonny Dykes, our rankings, we were dropping like a prom dress. <laughs> 
But under Rhett, we're seven and one in November. I mean, it's exactly the opposite of a of a Sunny Dykes coach team. We get we're getting better as the season goes on. I mean, you can even see the practice. But yeah. these kids, it's a family. Yeah, and it's a you know it's a beautiful team deal, and I love it. And and all the, and all the kids are buying into it, which is just fantastic. So um, let me see what else happened this week. Oh, should we talk about Rhett's did you, did extension? You, you need to sell some more wine. <laughs> is that what happened with the extension? <laughs> No, uh, yeah, maybe. No, I'm not going to talk, going to talk about that. By the way, have you noticed that they have not talked about the terms yeah. of the contract? Um, but I'm just to say here for Mustang Nation, uh, Rick Hart, David Miller, Gerald Turner did a great job of negotiating that contract because it is going to be kind of a textbook style of what future contracts will go for in the future. You won't be seeing any more Jimbo Fishers. Yeah. You know, to get paid $76 million not to coach. Yeah. Um, Rhett's contract is very, very much um, results favored. So if, 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 if he wins, if the team wins and everything, he gets incentivized. Yeah. And I love it that Rhett's were willing to do that. Yeah. Because a lot of coaches would say, no, 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 you know, just pay me more money. And then, you know. And but Rhett has the confidence, the self confidence to say, you know what? Uh, listen, yeah, if I win, I want to be rewarded. Yep. I mean, I've always hired my people to work for me, and I have the best in the business in my oil company. And they, every single one of them, I made them take a pay cut when they came to work for me, but I gave them an equity piece mm. in, in, in success. And if they weren't willing to buy into that demand, I would never hire them. But every one of them is way better off because they did that. But that's kind of what SMU did with this contract with, with Rhett. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a great contract for him. Yeah. But um, it, was, it was just structured in a way that is just, I think, brilliant. And hats off to our athletic department. Rick, way to go. And David Miller, way to go. So, um, so that's that. Oh, I haven't, I haven't told you. Today, November 28th. One, two years. Two years ago today. Liz and I flew our jet to Miami and we picked up Lauren and Rhett and the kids and flew them back from Miami to Dallas. I mean, some of your intrepid guys on the podcast were actually tracking my jet and they were saying, <laughs> why is a jet flying from Dallas to Miami and then turning around and flying right back to Dallas? <laughs> and uh, so um, that was a good day. That was a good day for us. That was, that, was, well. that was a good day for SMU. It was a good day for the Lashleys. And it was a great day for, for Mustang Nation. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you guys what we talked about on the jet on the three-hour ride back from Miami or whatever it was, three and a half hours. But I know this did come up. Rhett, I will make sure that SMU takes care of you and as long as you take care of us. And I don't want you to ever tell me that we're great. Because the last coach we had told me that like 50 times. <laughs> and then that's some stabbed us all in the back and then and, and went to our rival across town. Of course, I was fresh off of that breakup. Yeah. And, but, and Red is, Red and Lauren, I, I got to give him credit. And he even tells me, he goes, Bill, I know you don't want to hear this, but we love it. And, uh, but he knows. Yeah. I heard that. And he says, I go, I know you've heard this before. <laughs> He's really funny about it. So anyway, that was a huge, a huge, this week, I mean, I think uh, the assistant coaches uh, need it, uh, the, the existing players, and the transfer portal kids coming in. 
and recruits coming in. We know that we have uh, Red here for a long time, and uh, I think he's going to be here a long time, and I think he's going to keep winning for us. So I'm 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 really pumped. God, what else do we have to talk about? Kevin to... Kevin Jennings taking over. We can kind of turn our attention to Tulane if you're ready. Oh, let's go to, let's go to Tulane. You want let's to go back to the let's, Big let's, East? Let's, let's, let's go back to the Big East. The <laughs> NOLA, as I like to call it. Let's go to NOLA. Um, Kevin Jennings is going to be so good. You guys have no idea how good this kid is. I mean, you you know, and yeah. I know. I would say that I, I've been to a lot of practices this year, maybe 50% or more of the practices. I would say about half the practices, you would say, I thought Kevin outplayed Preston yeah. in, in practice. Yeah. He's that good. I mean, he's fast. He throws on the run really well. He is uh, really throws a good ball. Yeah, a really good, that first it, pass yeah. on uh, Saturday was... What was that, what was that game early in the season where he threw for four touchdown passes on fourth rows? Was it was it Preview? Was it Preview? Yeah, his quarterback two for two his, his, two his quarterback rating three. was like a thousand. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. one of those, I mean, his first throw in that game, he literally knocked the guy down in the end zone. Yeah, he, the, it was yeah. The, he, he yeah. hit um, one of the walk ons. I, I think uh, Bruiser down the sideline, and it almost knocked him. Oh, it was, out it, of bounds it, at like the five or it, ten, and it and, was spectacular. Yeah. But he kept his feet. Shout out him. Yeah, yeah. And so, so KJ is going to just going to do yeah. so well for us on Saturday. In a way, it's going to be a little bit intimidating for Tulane to figure out how to play him. Yeah, because they haven't seen him. They can't pre- prepare for him. Yep. You know, like they could for Preston. Yeah. So uh, I have no doubts. I mean, I th- and I think from a pressure standpoint, him winning the state championship at South Oak Cliff was, prob- was probably a more pressure game by a lot than what we're going to have on Saturday. Yeah. You know, so I have no doubts that he's going to do just an awesome job. And the team is going to rally around him. And and led the 90-yard touchdown drive against Memphis last year, cold mm-hmm. off the bench mm-hmm. when Tanner mm-hmm. went down. Mm-hmm. Stepped in when Preston went down last year against Tulsa. Has yep. prepared for a week already this season yep. like yep. he was going yep. to start against North Texas. There's a lot of pieces here that are at play. And that state championship win – I talk to a lot of sock coaches all the time still. And one thing that they told me about Kevin was we had an offense. And then once we got the hell out of the way and just said, you know what, we're going to let him do it. And he calls his own plays basically. Oh, then they took, off, they took off and you win a state championship in front of 45,000 people in AT&T with all of Dallas behind you. All of Dallas. Not just you. SMU fans, but like right. all of Dallas. Yes, yes. You can see what – Rhett Lashley and them like in uh, yeah. Kevin yeah, in that I mean, Kevin, little yeah. sprint. They offered yeah. him just about three weeks before that. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and by the way, my saying, Nancy, you need to know us. He is a great kid. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, really a fine young man. Silent assassin. Uh, I mean, he, but it's just all smiles and yeah. really polite and just a real class act. So, uh, by the way, all Rhett's, they, they recruit for class acts. Yeah. I mean, they just do, they just do such a good job. So um, before we talk about Tulane, can I just do a quick, I love OU. The beatdown that they put on TCU last weekend was a thing of beauty. Was that not great? I mean. My OU buddies were thrilled until about the third I, quarter I, for like I, a couple of minutes. A couple of minutes. <laughs> but, you know, let's, let's, let's face it. The two ugly stepsisters, Drizella and Anastasia, TCU and Baylor combined those two teams five conference wins this year. We have eight. We haven't gone undefeated in our conference since 1935. 
That was before World War II. It was the Dust Bowl. I mean, think about it. The New Deal. Uh, the, uh, no, oh, don't go no, here no, yet. No, don't, no. don't go in here yet. No, don't think come until the 40s. Yeah. So, true. I mean, it was like, uh, I think that's right. Isn't that dope? Right. I, I don't know. I, I'm trusting I probably, you on I that probably one. need to look that up. You, you walk Sorry, out of the Dope. I, I, love, I love Dope. Uh, I, mean, sure. and, I mean, think about that. And we have not won a conference championship. Moses walked through the desert as long as we have been walking. We have yeah. walked with Moses through the desert for 40 years. And that all comes to an end on Saturday when we played Tulane. So, um, so I just love it that Drizelle and Anastasia got their ass kicked. I mean, and and I can also say this for the American. I'm all over the map. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I'm all over I the asked map you here. about the restaurants. So gonna, now I'm going to break break away in a couple of minutes and ask you about your favorite New Orleans cocktail. So go ahead. Oh Epic wine. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the uh, the Big Twelve had their foot on our neck all these years. And it was specifically TCU and Baylor, mm-hmm. and they were not going to let us in. That's the ugly stepsisters that were uh, that were doing that to us. And the idea that that they have had a bad year this year, just saying, TCU fans, Baylor fans, get used to losing. Okay, I could go off. You know I can. Oh, I know. You can. You've heard me go off because I have so many sunny stories that I have yet to share uh, with the. With, but I'm not going to go there. Let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about Tulane. In the game, um, I love their coach. He's awesome. Willie he's Fritz, such a is, good dude. He's such a good dude. Done he's it, Juco, my, Juco, he's, yeah, he's like, my age, you know. So he's, you know, he's sixty-three, and he's just a class. Spring chicken. Yeah, spring chicken. <laughs> and I have, I got a man crush on their quarterback. I gotta say, yeah, Michael Pratt is like he's like a winner. I think last week I said that Pratt could win with the with the Pi Five. Uh, flag football squad. I think he did. Yeah. I mean, he is he is that good. But that said, Tulane is not as good as they were last year. Doesn't no, doesn't seem they, they've, they've lost a lot of their uh, several of their really good receivers. Yep. Um, although this new uh, running back Hughes is really good. Oh, I mean, he is he is really I did good. Not have them replacing Ty J Spears like that. I know you did I. So he's really good. Um, but actually, I'm I'm going into the game pretty confident. I know. Scary, I mean, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe just because we keep overperforming each week. Yeah, I mean, we we sold SMU short against Navy. I think I said fourteen points. I think I said 30, 38, 13 or something like that. The score you always predict before every yeah. game. I took a few off because they run the ball so well. It's gonna be raining. You got a good raincoat recommendation for? Do we, is Saturday? it gonna be raining? Probably gonna be raining. It's probably gonna be raining. Does that help the offense or the defense? I think. I think it helps SMU's defense a little bit. Does it? Which is good. Okay. I, th- I think if they can hold Tulane to like fourteen points, they, they I know I know they Pratt, won't be able to stop us for, from scoring more than fourteen. Although their defense is good, yeah, their defense is yeah. good, and yeah. they and they make they they guard you in a way that you have to throw underneath. They had five yeah. picks against UTSA last week and won twenty nine sixteen. I'm not trying to like we can probably go down the scores and like look at this. You know they lost, they should be undefeated. They lost Ole Miss without Pratt. Yep, but yep, you know. That's it's, true, but it's you know, one of those I mean, things. I mean, SMU has been rolling the last couple. Of years. I know, I know, and they. I mean, Tulane kind of barely beat Tulsa. It was weird. Yeah, and Charlotte kind of gave them a game. Yep, and UNT uh, gave them a game. UNT gave them Memphis a game. gave them a game, and yeah, and then I mean, they didn't put the pants, put the beat down on UTSA at all. Yeah, I mean, by the way, one of my favorite coaches in the league is Trailer. Yep, uh, at, at UTSA, um, they have five turnovers. Yeah, you, you can't beat anybody with no. five turnovers. So, uh, 
I feel really good about the game. But hey, that's why they, that's why they lace them up on Saturday, right? I mean, yep. so uh, I really like going into two lanes. Oh, by the way, I like that little cute stadium. You know, it feels yeah. like a soccer stadium. I, yeah, you know, it does. It, and it's I don't know. I like it, and it's it's intimate. Yep. yep. And uh, be packed. Uh, and uh, during the COVID year, that's right. uh, I went with my wife. We were the only. There was only three fans. Paul Lane. Paul Lane and Liz and I yep. in the entire stadium. Yep. It was unbelievable. And so I have kind of a, a, a fond memory. It was, a, it was an overtime game, wasn't it? Uh, Didn't we kick a field goal and hit a post and, and yeah, go into I, overtime? I, some, uh, yes, like I, I believe so. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, gosh, who was the kicker? That was a stud that year for SMU. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. Um, anyway, there's a lot of, de- like, demons kind of to send out or cool storylines yeah. that connect SMU and Tulane. I think, isn't it kind of the same how SMU got started, similar to the way Tulane and a couple of those other schools along the – you know, I should do. I should know that. I should. I should have looked that up. I'm sorry. I should have looked up the history of Tulane. Because like Tulane, Emory, Duke, I think, were all renamed for people, and then they got the Texas, and we're like, what the hell? They keep renaming our schools. Oh, is that right? Methodist. That's what I heard. I don't okay. know. It might not be true, but I'm pretty sure SMU stayed SMU because people were renaming all the schools. I did not on, know that on the way across the country as the Methodist were. They're all the Methodist. So it was it, originally it was a Methodist school. Did not know that. I, I could be wrong on it. Maybe right. not Tulane, but I'm pretty sure. Tulane's a good school. Yeah. It's a good school, a, a pretty campus, not nearly as pretty as SMU's because it's a little bit more disorganized. And they got the old, uh, old, old oaks. The, the old, 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 old oaks. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's yep. right there on St. Charles. Yep. So um, I hope so many of you fans go to this game. There's a lot of people. Are you they sure, going? If you is it going to be Read the board. Oh, is yeah, that right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a uh, official, like, who's – there's there's a couple threads about I mean, who's I mean, in, who's I mean, out. You're going, right? Yeah. Yeah, fr- Friday night, a little like nine o'clock meetup somewhere, bar near Tulane. Oh, very fun. Pick pick a spot and ye old college, ye old college house. It's great. Okay, it's really good. Okay. That'd be a good one to go to. Um, Fat Harry's. Okay. You know, there's there's some good places yeah. to, to go. Yeah. I mean, that's the great thing about New Orleans. Oh, you know, the, what's the your favorite of... New Orleans cocktail? You have a favorite? No New punch. Orleans? The fact that he knew that so fast is oh, a little, is a little I scary. Dr- my dad makes just as good of a milk punch as Brennan's does. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And, I mean, I like the Hurricane. As I've gotten older, they're tougher to knock down. Uh, when my brother turned 21, I had four. Because they knocked you down. Yeah. That's that, just harder. They can swing back. I don't know. They're making it harder. Oh, man. Uh, I don't do the hand grenades. Uh, but the Sazerac is unbelievable. <laughs> You're killing me. All the all the Bourbon Street uh, stuff is like it's. I'm starting to. I'm starting to leave it. You've got the Sazerac. You've got the um, Pim's Cup. Pim's Cup is excellent at Napoleon House. I, I can go on about the cocktails. I am like you're. You're killing me, man. My parents I mean, got engaged in New Orleans. I've been going there for years. Uh, well, my wife's from there, so yeah. I I spent a lot of time. We have a place there. Yep. We have a we have a our place there is unbelievable. It's badass. It's a 150 year old chapel. Yep. And. Uh, my wife, we finally, there my wife finally figured out that she couldn't get me to church, so she bought me a church. <laughs> what is that? Well, anyway, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really nice. It's, it's really nice. I love yeah. this town. I yeah. mean, it really it's, is. It's, and it's the town that Care forgot, but it's I, I just I, I love it. Talked so, about last year was a bad bad night there. Uh, they've got a chance to write the, the yes. story here. Yep. I, I totally I, agree. I think that I think they can do it. I somebody asked me, does it change how you feel with Kevin being a quarterback? I don't. I think the blueprint's the same, and yep. there's there's a little bit more unknown, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. But 
this guy has played in a lot of big games. I think the defense travels. The run game is going to have two rested running backs. I think they figure it out. As long as they don't turn it over Plus, and but, do some but, backbreaking but stuff. Tyler still could have a great game. I mean, yeah, Kamara can, yes. can have a big game. Yep. I mean, obviously, the team is deep. Uh, uh, obviously, Rooster and LJ, yeah. you know, they're, they're they're rested. All right, I feel good about it. Marcus Brown, but, but it's it, but it's a uh, he's back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, we're going way too long on this yeah. podcast. Prediction, but uh, prediction SMU by ten. Uh, I think that's pretty safe. I go SMU by eight. So I'm like twenty four, like sixteen though. Okay, what's the what's the line? Uh, the line is is moving towards TC uh, to TCU. You talked about TCU a lot. Uh, Tulane. <laughs> I did talk about that piece <laughs> of crap at TCU, didn't I? About, uh, it's moving towards Tulane. Uh, it was at five and a half last I saw. It opened at three, I believe, when Preston was announced that he's out. Vegas, people are hammering, hammering Tulane, and Vegas is saying, all right, we got to move it. So it's getting closer to parity? No, so it's, it's moving. Uh, Tulane is almost a touchdown favorite now. Really? Yeah. I mean, I could. I get. I'm actually I a me, like, bit, I see I'm a, world, a little bit surprised by that. I see a world where. You know they can win. Like I, I have a lot of respect for Willie and what they do. Oh, he's there. a great coach. Great coach. Yep, great coach. But and Pratt always pulls a rabbit out of the hat. Yep. I mean that game last year against USC. Yeah. Arguably, the funnest final ninety seconds of any yeah. football game I've ever seen. Oh my gosh! And awesome. I have a ton of friends with the Tulane. Yep. And they have it on constant repeat at their house. Yeah. That game. It's just, <laughs> just like I have the Georgia <laughs> game, the Georgia TCU yeah. game. <laughs> On constant repeat. At my yeah, house. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, let's call this to an end. Okay. okay. Cool. Unless you have, are we going to talk about cocktails some more for fuck's sake? No. I mean, are, yeah. are, are we going to talk about TCU? <laughs> I could go no, on. I, I could go on. Hold on, stop. I didn't say that. All right. <laughs> Guys, enjoy this week. This doesn't come around very often. Hopefully, yeah. it obviously happens yeah. more, but. Uh, this is a special week. This is the we final bottle it. of the of the uh, Pony Express case, but uh, we need to do this. We need to do this some more. We We're can't. Right. We can't stop, can we? No, no, no. Okay. Now they may want us to stop. <laughs> like, funny. Stop funny doing this. Our, our dozens of fans yeah. want us to stop. <laughs> <laughs> We've Tens of fans, hundreds for sure. <laughs> now, but yeah, guys, enjoy this weekend. Bill, enjoy it in your Thank other you, city, man. It's yeah. been a fun it's season awesome. and uh, very, very fun season. Yeah. So okay. Appreciate you guys listening to the Walking Strong podcast. Head to epicwines.com slash pony to get that Pony Express case. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the On the Pony Express podcast with Billy Embody. Follow us on your socials on X at SMU on three and on Instagram at on three SMU. And keep it locked to onthepony for more coverage.